Good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to go ahead and get started in the normal fashion, and we're going to come out of 1 Peter 5 and 7, something that everybody knows quite well, and it says simply, cast all your anxiety, all your cares on him, God, because he cares for you. Love yourself enough to know that that is too much Love yourself enough to know that that's not my battle. Let me let God handle that battle. Love yourself enough to know your limits, your boundaries, the things that you have in you sometimes have limits. I know we want to bring everything on to, you know, our lives and tackle everything. But sometimes you got to know when you got to sit down, when it's time to use action, when to speak, when to be quiet. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. God, we thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. God, we ask you to come into the room right now. Let some things be able to be said that bring new revelation, to be able to break some chains, to be able to help somebody with their mindset of what they've been struggling with, God. God, we ask you to just be in the midst of everything right now. God, bring everything together. Let everything that is under the sound of my voice start to bring a change, a move, start coming their way, God. A movement of, of change, God. God, let touch everybody under the sound of my voice from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. God, let something be able to be a new revelation in their life, God. Bring blessing and an and overflow of, of miracles their way, God. God, just touch their heart. Heal them, Lord. Touch their mind, touch their heart, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing right now, God. God, enlarge our territory. God, expand anointed radio to be able to go to more listeners, to, to be able to go to more people that need to hear about your word, to, to, to see the testimonies of, of your people, God. God, bring us into the, the body of Christ where, where people know about anointed radio, God. God, we just thank you for everything. Let us be able to teach us, teach us, teach us, uh, teach the, the people that's hard to reach. Let's be able to reach out to all the people that really want to know about you and know about your name, God. So, God, we just thank you. We glorify you, God. We just ask you to just come on into the room, God, and be with us today. We said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Like always, I got something to say. What I got to say is this, this is Pastor Jay, and you can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms, everybody. Anointed Jaylon on um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook Clubhouse, um, 
yeah, Noitra Jalon on all social media platforms. You can go see all of my songs. Um, Renew my praise, wake up blessed, my team rep Jesus, Jesus, you make me happy. All on all digital platforms and streaming services. My two music videos uh, for Renew My Praise and My Team Rep Jesus on Vivo. Um, we're doing great numbers. Definitely go out, support, share, like, and subscribe everybody that's coming on in another um thing is make sure you go check out dr marvinetta clay who is in absence it's, it's concert season y'all a lot of people about to have concerts a lot of people about to come um if you didn't know there's a lot of things coming up so i'll just wait until we go into that part but make sure you go follow dr marvinetta clay at clay marvinetta um at all social media, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Anything with Marvinetta or Clay, that's Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Or go to our website, drmarvinettaclay.com. You can check out Chris Johnson where he can be able to um, do your graphics. You know what I'm saying? Do a lot of great things that he's doing out in Chicago. But definitely go check him out at Sing Chris J on all social media platforms or his website at singchrisj.com. And we have um, Boss Barbie where um, she's doing some great things in sports. Make sure you follow her at Boss Barbie. And we have Miss Chiquita Andrews into the building. We'll go ahead and let her go and tell everybody where she could be found. Hey, you can find me um, at Chiquita underscore Andrews on Instagram um, and just Shakita Andrews on Facebook. And um, my website is www.shakita.com. And you can find my book, The Unbroken Train to Be Broken, uh, where we are definitely opening up dialogue to help um, those who have experienced any kind of trauma, especially domestic violence, heal and uh, move forward in their lives. So that way they can heal, live you know, a healthy life as they move forward. Amen. And uh, with that being said, I want everybody to just know there's two uh, two updates. One update is I got a new song coming out, y'all. And this song is real deep. It's definitely from um, it's from a place where have you ever felt like you're in the in between? That's what I wrote this song. You know, it's not all holy and sanctified, but it ain't all hellion. It's just you're in the middle and you're just telling God I'm in the middle. I'm I'm I main I'm just need to know how to maintain in the middle. You know, I'm saved. And you know, I'm and I'm in that middle of trying to maintain of all the blessings and love and and everything. You know, sometimes I'm churched out, sometimes I'm I, I don't feel like a lot of things, you know, but God, I'm in the middle. That's what slip away is about. God, I don't want to slip away back to the, my old habits. That Right there is what my the song was about. I was really in a real mode because no one makes a song. You know, when you look for a song that is in um, Apple or anything, you never find the song for your emotion. That means God has a song on your heart for you to go put out for the world because there's a lot of other people looking for that in-between moment. So I wrote a song called Slip Away. It's coming out September 27th. Um, another thing is Dr. Marvinetta Clay has a uh, uh, actual EP coming out October 4th and having a listening party. It's going to be dope. We got a lot of big things happening next week, next Friday, save the date. Um, September 24th, we have uncle John P key coming to 
Las Vegas coming to perform. My location is to be announced, but he is coming to um, Las Vegas to come and minister and sing and have a great time. And he has some people singing with him. So definitely, if you're in Las Vegas, check out Pastor John P. Key coming to town where he's about to show you how he made it out in this pandemic. Amen. Amen. With that being said, Boss uh, Boss Barbie's not here, so we're going to go ahead and... Um, we're going to go ahead and um, let Chiquita go ahead and talk about sports. But I'll talk about one. The Raiders won in overtime on Monday night football, and it was amazing. If you did not see the Raider game, first of all, there were so many people in the building. It was too short. Ice Cube, Lil John, Steve Aiko, Charles Woodson. So many people was here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders, they were they, they had to get their footing. In the beginning of the game, it was kind of rough. But at the end, they came through. Their car came in clutch and really did what he needed to do. And it came out with a W. And Baltimore was sent home with an L. So definitely shout-outs to Las Vegas Raiders on your win at home. Game one. Beautiful game. Congratulations, guys. Y'all did y'all thing. Chiquita. Hey, so yes, um, definitely heard all about the Raiders game, and I was very, very impressed with uh, the ending. Um, they definitely did have a couple of rough moments, but I'm glad they pulled out the win. Um, the same goes for the Las Vegas Aces. They started off um, pretty rocky on the game. Um, also on Monday, it started at 12 this time, but it was a really good game. Come halftime, they really uh, picked up the tempo. And they ended up winning uh, 102 to 81. So that was the last home game for the season. So we won't be seeing the Aces anymore for a while. Um, but they do have two more uh, away games that they will be participating in. So, of course, like always, we are definitely rooting for the Aces to win. Um, and definitely looking forward to seeing more of um, – the aces supporting the Raiders because the two and two have definitely been showing up and showing out for each other. So I'm definitely excited to see uh, what the Raiders are continuing to do and hopefully they continue to bring home the win, whether away or home. And um, I'm just going to give it back to you. And Asia Wilson was in the building at the Raider game. I just had to put that out there. She was out there showing her love for the Raiders at the Raider game. It was definitely um, great to see the camaraderie of all the players. I believe Ryan Reeves was awesome. They also there um, and he's a golden Knight. So it's great to, it's a, I guess you could say it's a great, how all the, all the teams are supporting each other here in Las Vegas. It's a great thing that we're building a sports community and as a whole, we know that sports is really important as a community to be able to build and, and get through some hard times. And this pandemic definitely qualifies as a hard time. So definitely shout outs to all of the teams, the Las Vegas Lights, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Aces, um, the Golden Knights. Um, and um, one thing and even the Aviators. One thing I, I definitely want to say is there's there's a lot of things happening in Vegas. Vegas is not 
no longer the small town. You know, a lot of times we operate as a small town. Las Vegas is becoming a metropolitan. We have a sports team. We have we have um, sightseeing. We have all these things now. The only thing we're missing is a financial district, but that's a whole different story. So with that being said, I just want everybody to know that we have to get to a point where we're really starting evaluating things. COVID has really enlightened me to think about stuff that we have not paid attention to. And what what is the things that we haven't been paying attention to? Self-love, because self-love is important, guys. And when you really look at all the things that you've been going through, COVID has really, first of all, COVID ain't gone. Let's just put it like that. It's not gone. People are still passing away. People are mourning. People are going through things. People are still catching COVID and it's, it's not stable. You know, we're, yeah, we're trying to live our day-to-day lives, but it's not normal anymore. It is, and it's probably not going to be normal, but the main thing is you got to love yourself through this process. You got to keep your mental state right. And I, I, I can't, can't say anything else because in this moment, you can't be worried about blessings when you're, you, you just got to, Thank God for keeping you, you know, because God could have took you too. people are leaving here. A lot of people are leaving this earth and God still got you here. So that says something that that puts something in aspect. And I I wanted to play this song because this song really kind of determined about how we've gone from. Going to ask God for things. But we really need to start thanking God for who he is, for keeping us. And this song is just beautiful. It's called Nothing Else um, by Israel and New Breed. And after that, we'll come back and we're going we're gonna to have an open discussion today, guys. You know, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not into all that. But I, I did some research and we're going to talk about, you know, eight signs of self-lack, of lack of self-love. And we're going to talk about seven steps of how to get that love. So it, it, you got eight signs. But seven steps that's going to be able to help you get back to loving yourself and understanding the things that you really need to do in your life to be able to better yourself and the people around you because you can't love nobody if you don't love yourself. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the mix and we'll see you guys in in a minute. Bye, y'all. I just want to sit here at your feet Caught up in this holy moment Never want to leave And I'm not here for blessings Jesus, you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do I just want you I just want you I was thinking about the fact that many of us haven't been inside a church building for like seven, eight months how powerful this song is like Cody wrote this song, man, and, and he just he just kind of nailed it for me. Like the idea that we kind of go to church sometimes and hold God hostage, like the, the futility of that blows my mind. It always kind of has, but 
not having the luxury anymore of just going and going, let's see if the, the worship team can move me today. You know, let's see if they sing my jam, because if they sing my jam, God, I'm going to hook you up with a praise. I know how, like how dumb that sounds, but like subconsciously we tend to do that. If they're doing a song we don't like or we don't know, we kind of end up like drinking our coffee and crossing our arms and scrolling on Instagram during worship. I'm thinking about, man, when the world reopens, like fully reopens, the reset that has happened in our hearts. It says, God, I'm so sorry for ever like making you compete with the very blessing that I asked for and you gave me. Like, God, I can't really, I can't really do that. I can't really cross the street and speak to that person. I can't really give to this particular cause because you know I got got these other things I gotta handle and you know that boat you blessed me with I need to take it out Sunday. <laughs> and so when I sing these words I'm like it's such a song of repentance and just scaling it back to what matters. Coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made. When it's all about you, caught up in your presence, say, caught up in your presence. Nothing else. 
tell him, I just want you. Kill me if he knew I was out with a boy tonight. I told him I was going to church. <laughs> the Lord is good. <laughs> Why don't you come on over here and sit down, relax a little bit? Watching souls die. 
She can see the difference from her own eyes. Yeah, cause she not used to not having somebody around. Don't know how to spend her alone time. Uh, so she looking for the next thing. Yeah, but the flesh is never satisfied. Yeah, that's when Satan started strategize. Bringing all these guys. Now you caught up in these soul ties. Uh, cause you deserve to be a wife. But you rather settle for one that won't treat you right. You rather him pursue you more than he pursuing Christ. Ignoring all the signs, you risking eternal life. That's life. I said twice, you dimming your light. For a comment and like, a caption where he writes that you are his type. You pray and keep it posted on his page overnight. Cause when you living in that sin, that's your appetite. Yeah. Now you hitting up your girls for advice, but they speaking from their flesh. They ain't telling you what's right. Uh, telling you to grab his debit card and just swipe. But that's another fight. You don't want to pay the price for it, but you enticed. Feel like you entitled. See the world black and white, but you won't acknowledge when you let them hit. That's where you strike. Forgot about your faith and you've been walking by your sight. Now I'm sight. You say you got something for him, no. But this happened with the last man before him, no. So either you know what's gonna happen or don't wanna know. You supposed to be a Proverbs 31 woman, no, that's what you said. That man misleading if he ain't spirit led. How is him that you feeding? He's supposed to be the head. Showed you all of the signs, you still don't see the red. No matter how good he looks, that could be good as dead. Yeah, if he ain't leading you to Christ. But in the back of your mind, you think it's gonna be alright. You think you can change him, but girl, that ain't your fight. You gon' mess around and lose your life being tied to a soul. You gotta let it go. But every time you say you about to do it, you get back into your feelings. You don't wanna be alone. Cause you just want somebody to love you even if it's wrong. Since you gotta be stronger than this. Cause this your life, but you making yours harder for his. And it ain't right. You say we judge you, we just trying to love you. Give good advice. Your daughter's watching you drink away your tears every night. And that ain't fair to them. So when I say a prayer for you, I say a prayer for them. Cause they just wanna be cared for like you care for him. Because the choices you made, look what you prepared for them. You can't be there for them like you should be. Your sins got you thinking God won't forgive. What if I told you you could be? Cause you thinking that God don't understand. But God is saying you the one that misunderstood me. Uh, good girl gone bad, sin deep. That explains why her spirit is empty. And if God sends Satan to hell because of sin, where you think that he gonna send me? I'm trying to get this to you before it's too late to get this to you. If you gotta break these soul ties, if not, then watch your soul die. Yeah. Break these soul ties. Cause if you don't, then your soul dies. Two ties out of the way of breaking you. You gotta protect, you gotta protect yourself. When you gonna protect, protect yourself. Why you keep letting it happen to you and only you? Why you always confused? We're telling you the truth, but you act like you never heard it. I gave you all of me, and then you all believe. I can't believe you did that. I told you from the jump that I didn't wanna play, cause I get in my feelings fast. Now I'm catching feelings. Who gon' help me heal it? To shake this feeling, but I can't. Let's go. Winter, summer, spring, getting fall. All my goals, I knock them out the park. Just me, so I gotta do it all. 
I want a real love, but if you never come, yeah. I'm sure because I know single and I love it. Single and I love you. Single and I love when it's my time. When it's my time. It's my time. But right now, single and I love you. Single and I love it. Single and I love you. Single and I love it. It's my time. It's my time. It's my time. But right now, single and I love you. I feel you should know. You don't know what love is. You should know. Love ain't a feeling on my back when you hit me telling me you ain't gonna leave when we know that it's a lie. Love ain't the money in the bank when I said that I got you working back with some nice ice. Love is patient, it's kind, it's trusting it don't keep no record of the bad nights. I want you in my life, but if you ain't doing right, you can leave. Let's go. When it's summer, spring, and fall I'ma go to knock them out the park Just me, so I gotta do it all I want a real love, but if it never come I ain't tripping cause I know Single and I love it I'm single and I love it Single and I love it It's my time, yeah It's my time, it's my time But right now Single and I love it You know I want that real love Single and I love it No time for can you keep that fake love Single and I love it Hey man, we are back. We are back. We are back, everybody. We're going to go into the segment um, about self-love. I think this is an important segment because a lot of us need it. Not, not a lot of us. All of us need self-love. And I, and I really believe if you are an artist, an actor, um, a rapper, um, a professional, a teacher, you need self-love before going out into the world because a lot of times that is what determines your path in a lot of times. So bringing Chiquita back onto stage and... The first thing I wanted to kind of talk about is how do you know if you're lacking self-love? And there's eight eight signs. Um, I'm not going to explain each one, but the ones that I feel like are important, I will explain. But the first one is being needy. You're needy 
If you consistently seek for a lot of attention, affection, and affirmation, people describe you as being clingy, needy, or insecure. People always have behaviors which become overbearing for others will push people away most of the times. Needy. All right. Number two, chaotic relationships. You are self-focused, hypersensitive, self-justifying. You are extremely defensive and find it difficult to cope with well with others. Make it difficult for them to have healthy relationships with you. It's always chaotic. It's drama. It's always something because you have your walls up. You are looking for a reason not to like the person, friend, or actually in a partner as well. Three, dis, uh, eating disorders. You have an eating disorder. You eat, you're using that to cope with a lot of situations with um, not having self-love. Hypervigilant. When you're afraid to make mistakes and are constantly anxious, overly watchful of your behaviors of others, you search for clues on how to act, what to wear, what to say, what to do, never allowing the true self shine. Number five, poor communication. You find it difficult to communicate effectively with others, lack the skills to express yourself. This results in you not feeling you have been heard or being misunderstood. Number six, a perfectionist. I don't even have to explain it, but <laughs> you're always trying to be perfect in, in some way. Um, number seven, which is important. I want you to listen to number seven. Lack of assertiveness, lack of confidence, lack of self-esteem leaves you too fearful of upsetting others. Assertiveness requires boldness, which you lack. Due to holding your feelings in and being passive, you let your anger build up until you boil over and become aggressive, defensive or passive, passive, aggressive. Um, and number eight, last one, number eight is this, you put on a mask to hide your vulnerability. You try to act in a way that conceals your emotions and you put on a brave face so others will not see your problems that you are experiencing in life. Those were the eight ways of, if, if any one of those described you, you're lacking in some self-love because some of these things should not bother you. Some of these things should not affect you in your life, but it's some way to identify you have something or an issue or a problem. You have to know what that problem looks like. And we just gave you eight. There's probably even more. I'm just giving you eight. But if you're ready for your life to change and to move from self-hate to self-love, then a good way to start is to ask yourself these following questions, y'all. And this is the question. What, what does love mean to me? What would someone who love themselves do? How could I be more loving? How can I express love to myself every day? You should ask you ask yourself these questions in the mirror when you wake up and tell yourself that you're beautiful. When you wake up and tell yourself that you're enough. When you wake up and go to the mirror and you you actually speak over yourself, you should ask your questions. Um, what does love look, mean to me? What would someone who loved themselves do? How can I be more loving? And how can I express love to myself today? Amen. And um, the seven steps, and then we're going to open up to op open conversation between um, Chiquita and I, um, is these are the seven steps of how to cultivate self-love in your life. Please pay attention because this is really some good stuff. Um, seven steps of how to cultivate self-love in your life. Number one, become mindful. People who have more self-love tend to know 
what they think, feel, and want. They are mindful of who they are, act on this knowledge rather than on what others want from them. Number two, act on what you need rather than what you want. You love yourself when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered, and move forward in life instead. By staying focused on what you need, you turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you in trouble, keep you stuck in the past, and lessens your self-love. Number three, practice good self-care. That's it. Practice good self-care. You will love yourself more when you take better care of your basic needs. People in high self-love, nourish, uh, high love situations nourish themselves daily through healthy activities, uh, sound nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, intimacy, and healthy social interactions. Number four, I'm going to just keep it basic. Set boundaries. Love yourself more when you set boundaries and you say no to work, love, and activities that deplete or harm you physically, emotionally, or, and spiritually, or express poorly of who you are. Number five, protect yourself. Bring the right people into your life. They always have that term, frenemies. And it describes a friend that takes pre that takes pleasure in your pain and loss rather than your happiness and success. My, my suggestion to you today is get rid of them. There's, an, there's not enough time for you to waste your time on people that want to take away from your shine on your face. I say, I genuinely love myself and my life. This is the things that you have to say. And you will love and respect yourself more because you will make a space where what you what you reap is what you sow. If you say, I love myself, then you're going to bring people that love you too and love themselves as well. Six, forgive yourself. I'm going to stop here. Forgive yourself. Let me stop here and say it one more time. Third time's charm. Forgive yourself. We are human and, it's, and, and we could be hard on ourselves. Downside of taking responsibility for our action is punishing ourselves too much for mistakes and learning and growing. You can't, you have to accept your humanness, the fact that you are not perfect before you can truly love yourself. Practice being less hard on yourself when you make mistakes. Remember, there is no failure if you learn and grow from your mistakes. They're only lessons learned. And last one, live intentionally. You will accept and love yourself more no matter what is happening in your life when you live with a purpose and design. Your purpose doesn't have to be crystal clear to you. If your intention is to live a meaningful, healthy life, you will make decisions that support this intention and feel good about yourself when you succeed in this purpose. You have to love yourself more if you see yourself accomplishing what you set out to do. You need to establish your living intentions and do this. Love yourself is a process daily that you have to do. You can't just do it one day and just think, all right, I, I self-love myself. You, you have to be able to put a routine. You have to give back to yourself. You have to give back your time. Self-love is important because a lot of times relationships depend on it. And I'm not just talking about every time people say relationship, only people think about is intimate relationships or relationships with uh, uh of, of, a, of a loved one, but your relationships with your kids, 
the relationships with your parents, the relationships with your friends. If you don't have self-love, there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to be in toxic situations because you don't know how to handle it. Because you don't even know how to handle yourself a lot of times because you don't know how to show yourself that type of love. So self-love is important for so many reasons. How can you be a, a, a how can you show your kids how to love themselves if you don't love yourself? How can you show your spouse that you you love them if you don't love yourself? It starts at home, people. It starts with you. So I'm gonna go ahead and let Chiquita go, but I want y'all to kind of think about some of the things I said, and we're gonna really break these things down. But um, out of cultivating in the seven steps of self-love, which one stood out to you, Chiquita? Um, now, you know me, I'm kind of sporadic in my thought process. Um, so I don't have one in particular that stuck out to me because they all kind of coincide with each other. Um, I think that, um, a lot of times when it comes to self-love, a lot of people aren't aware that there are practical steps to take. Like, it's easy to say, stop doing this and stop doing that, stop doing this. And it's like, okay, well, once we stop doing it, what do we replace it with? So a few things that I can think of that I've actually been doing on my own personal journey is um, how I wake up in the mornings. And it's like, how do you start your day and how do you end your day? A lot of times when we are starting our days or, or ending our days with something that is causing us turmoil um, whether it's bills that are passed to uh, children are cutting a fool, um, you're single, you want to be married. It's like, what are you saying to yourself as you're getting ready to end your day or start your day? Do you go to bed um, complaining? Like, do you watch news? Like the news is depressing right now. It's it's unfortunate, but that's, that's real yeah. life. It's depressing. Are you watching the news before you go to bed? Like, is it upsetting your spirit before you go to bed? Um, so some of these things um, that I've started to do is I don't pay attention to my phone first thing in the morning. If I do, I will not open an email. I will not open a text message. Nobody gets to dictate my day outside of me. And that is by me just saying I'm thankful. Sometimes I don't have a long prayer. Because again, um, in getting up and starting my day and it's like, okay, if I'm going to pray, I want to pray in a place where I'm actually giving thanks and I'm thankful. But sometimes, and this is just being honest, a lot of times we're frustrated with even God because of certain things not going the way that we've been wanting them to go. And so True. we have to start by saying, you know what, God, I am thankful and forgive me right now while I am in my tantrum or whatever it is that we're going through. Because as we're asking God to soften that part of us, it's easier to go to him. Because again, a lot of us as natural beings, um, we still kind of view God in the same manner that we view our um, earthly father. So if you had a good relationship with your father, then you might have no problem going to God. Um, if you had a very traumatic father um, and or an absent father, then it's really hard to believe that a creator, our creator, who we have never seen, will love us beyond our wildest imagination. And so it's really just small um, steps of 
you know what, God, I am thankful. Thank, I thank you for waking me up this morning. And then how do we talk to ourselves? How do I talk to myself? Like, mm-hmm. Shakita, like you're going to get up, you're going to run these errands, or you're going to run your business, or you're going to do this and that, but you're going to have an amazing day doing it. I'm not going to allow something that usually will upset me to upset me today. I, I no longer give you access to my peace. You can tell anything that's coming your way. I don't give you access to my peace. And when you start to take control of that, that is when your perspective about things that are happening, real life situations um, that are happening, you won't internalize it like it's personal. Because mm. a lot of times when we internalize whether it was our parents' abuse or our spouses who were uh, abusive or um, children cutting the food, we take it personal, like we're the reason why it's happening. No, we need to hold them accountable to the kind of person that they are. If the children is cutting up, you better, the Bible says, spread a rod, spoil a child, um, get their behinds. If it's your parents or anybody else, you know what? I'm not participating in that, especially if you've been a child that's been conditioned to accept your parents not getting healing from their own selves and they're taking it out on you, like you have to be okay to stand up for yourself and be like, I'm not going to take this today. And end it right there. A lot of times self-love has, or the lack of self-love has started with the lack of somebody pouring into us at the time that we needed it. But we can't hold on to that. That's something I personally have um, had to learn that my parents' issues were their issues. It was never mine to carry. And then how they treated me also wasn't mine to carry because I thought that I was a horrible person and I thought that I was unlovable and that nobody would really genuinely love me because of the way love has been shown to me before. Now, as I'm understanding some things about myself um, and how I've gotten to that, is by writing down my core values. And a lot of times people find themselves in toxic situations because their core values are conflicting with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like certain things that they've grown up to believe and then having to see it in real life as an adult. It's like, okay, you know what? I wouldn't do it this way, but this is what I've been taught for the past 20 30 years. And so a lot of times when we have our core values conflicting, then we're unclear about what direction we really need to take. It leaves a gray area. And usually with a gray area, it leaves room for chaos. And um, for myself, when I started challenging my core values and what it is that I was doing, I found myself where oh, I, I could pinpoint where I settled for love, for friendships, for whatever was coming my way because I thought I was undeserving. And I thought that um, basically I needed to take on other people's version of love. Mm. And I was pouring that into my children. Subconsciously, when we're unaware of where we are and we don't take the time to do it, we usually just kind of go unhinged and it's like when while we're unhinged and we're we're trying to work through new things we're unclear because if there's if there's no clarity then there's confusion 
and God is not the author of confusion. But a lot of times we confuse ourselves just by simply not looking at whatever is in black and white. That's usually even in our finances. We're afraid to budget, um, don't know how to budget. That comes from just literally open up the bills. It can be embarrassing to you. Nobody sees this. Like we have come to a place where it's like we have to look presentable. We have to look put together. We have to look mm -hmm. a certain way to be accepted. And in trying to keep up with looking a certain way, whatever is going on behind closed doors is what's killing us internally, motion, um, emotionally, uh, physically, um, because we're holding it in. We're we are afraid to look imperfect and say we don't know how to do things because of ridicule um that goes even as far as into mental health a lot of people are afraid to go and seek therapy because um you know in my time that i was growing up and it really wasn't that long ago but if you mention any kind of going to therapy it was oh you're crazy or what all you gotta do is pray about it Okay, that's nice, but that's real. That's not practical because some people actually need medication for how far gone they are mentally, and it's it's, it's it's unfortunate that it's taken so many years for it to become a safe place to actually even start talking about getting therapy. But there are still a lot of people who have been one way for years, and there's like, there's no way I'm gonna do therapy. But what are they doing to um, manage it? what that's usually what they're putting into their body, whether it be smoking, whether it's um, alcohol, drugs. Um, some people are using sex to self-medicate. Some people are using shopping. That's also another reason why sometimes people are in financial troubles because they're just trying to purchase something to make themselves feel good about themselves for just a moment when they're not working on the core. When we well, start I got to, I, I got to stop you on that part okay. because so I, and you kind of hit it on the head with, I think it goes into set boundaries and communications. So poor communication usually is a person that does not set boundaries because they do not speak up for themselves. But because a lot of times when you have poor communication, what happens is you tend to have a war within yourself. You feel mis misunderstood you felt like no one hears you um you don't put the assertiveness goes into the lack of confidence you don't put the assertiveness into being like i said no so no means no you don't put in the the situation of uh, i did not like this or i because you're you're worried about people's feelings because you're so you're so you're so, I guess, caught up in people's emotions, but you don't even think about your own. Then it calls into what you were talking about, where people, because no one feel like they're heard, they no one feels like they're understood. They start feeling like, well, I'm not understood. I'm the bad guy. I'm this, I'm that. And I'm always the problem. Then comes the weed. Here comes the drink. Here comes all these voids. But the sad part about it is that when you get to the road when that does you're going to get to a road which I, I, if anybody's listening to me i want i want you to to really remember this you're going to get to a road where you got to face yourself eventually everybody can't be the issue 
I know a lot of times we we love to cross the blame. Oh, is this person? Why I do this and why I do that is because of this person. But you have to get to a point of understanding where you know that I did this because I'm hurting. I did this because I'm dealing with something I've never really solved. I did this because honestly, I'm in a messed up place right now. And a lot of people can't be real with themselves. Like Tupac used to say, people don't keep it real no more. People don't keep it real with themselves. You know, we live in this social media fast world where everybody has to show a mask. Like, like I was talking about earlier, um, where they have to show what other people want to see. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm holy and sanctified, but at home you dealing with struggles. You're dealing with depression. You're dealing with drug use. You're dealing with a broken marriage. You're dealing with physical abuse, but you know, it, you putting this mask on, you know, blessed and highly favored. My therapist said that's the biggest lie because a lot of times you're going through something. You got to be real with yourself before you could get any type of help anybody. Like, like the old folks you say, you got to take care of home before you can take care of anybody else. And home is you. If you don't know where you're, if you're coming or going, if your emotions are all over the place, you, you need a substance to be normal. That right there shows you that there's something wrong. You need a substance or something to fill, fill a void so that you can be a normal person that you were born into this earth to be. And a lot of times we fill the void because we don't know our purpose because we've been hiding from ourselves. When you run away from yourself and you, you don't want to be you, you start not liking yourself. The, the gifts that God gave you, you start thinking those are weird. They're not weird. God made you perfect. Beautifully and wonderfully made. God made you perfect. Your gift, whatever your gift is, I'm telling you right now, God made it on purpose. Don't let people that don't understand you sit there and make you feel weird because for a gift that God blessed you with. For many years, people will make you doubt yourself when you know who, figure out who you are. And what I mean by that is figure out who you are without the title, without the title of mom without the title of dad, without the title of husband or wife, without the title of being um, the child, the worker, who are you? Say your name in front, say your name right now. And what does that person like to do? Who is that person to this day, 2021, who is that person? Have you been just going through life without really knowing who you are and just following the bills. And, and like my grandma would say, did we just get on this earth to pay bills and die? No, you have a purpose. Absolutely. You are somebody and God put you to have purpose in this earth. So you have to realize you are enough to have self-love. You have to realize that you are enough that you can't keep validating yourself through people. You cannot keep validating yourself through accomplishments because it's always going to lack. You're going to find a lack in something. And then you go through this spiral who I know there's somebody out there that's tired of the cycle of I'm real good as everything's going good as long as it's going good. And then as soon as it goes south, depression hits, anxiety hits. All these things just start hitting you all at once. It is time for you today to really look at what you want in life for yourself, because that's where it starts. If you're looking for a spouse or a significant other, I could tell you right now, not no love therapist, not no, you know where it starts, 
by loving you first? How can you tell a man or a woman how to love you when you don't even know how to love you? You're setting up an impossible line. How can you want to be? And, and a lot of us came from um, from broken families and homes and, and all these traumas, right? Where you saw what love should not be. We can't keep passing that down to our next generation and our kids thinking that that's how love's supposed to be when you didn't even like it yourself. It goes back to thinking about who are you? What did you like? And, 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 and just because you became an adult doesn't stop you from really having the imaginative mind of knowing the things you wanted to do. The only person that's stopping you is you. The only person that's stopping you from a healthy relationship is you. The only person that's stopping you from a healthy family life is you. The only person that's stopping you from a healthy friendship is you. The only person that's stopping you from truly helping your self-image is you. So and it's time for you to actually get in and, and, and look at what you want for life and how you're going to change that mindset. Go ahead, Chiquita. Yes, I just wanted to add to that. When you are the common denominator, nothing is wrong with you because you are the one that has been choosing wrong. I need you to always remember that because a lot of times we start beating ourselves up in our head when we're like, okay, I'm the reason why this is failing. I'm the reason why that is failing. I'm okay. Yes and no, you are, but there is work that can be done to change that. And there is literally practical work. Journaling is one of my favorites. One of my favorites, because when we have our thoughts just left to run rampant in between this year and this year, it literally is the devil's playground. It's the enemy's playground because again, we're not letting it out. We're holding it in. We're crying silent tears. Everything that we're doing internally by ourselves, it's it's like this is where we're drowning. So a practical thing is to just journal it out and write down the common things that you do want. Like, what do you want in a husband? What do you want your husband to do or you want your wife to do? Why do you want to be married? Because if you want to get married because you're told that's what you're supposed to do, you're going to fail. Like, you realize you got to know what marriage is really for. I, I I had add on to that because a lot of times people just have this agenda of unrealistic expectations. They're like, I'm 30, I'm 40, and I'm still not married. Maybe that's not for you. I'm 30, I'm 40, and I still have kids. Maybe there's a why are you on a time frame? Yes. Just because everybody else, you never I'm gonna tell somebody right now that's going this is gonna free them. The strongest person you think you see on social media is probably the person that is in their house right now going through hell and hot water and going through so much toil because they don't know how to deal with themselves. Yes. They know how to put a smile on everybody's face. They know how to really do all these great things. But it just gives you a perfect example of so many celebrities that we see that are losing their life to drugs and, and alcohol and, and to all these different things. And they got money. People say ha uh, money brings happiness. Does it? We've seen so many people with money take their life. We've seen so many people with money go through hell. Yes. Is it, I rather have self-peace than to sit here and have all this money and then still be going through hell and torment because now you just made new bondage. Because like they say, more money, more problems. So you're adding more problems and still don't have mental peace. So one thing I, I, I want to go back to it, when you sit here and you're saying, 
yeah, I'm the common denominator. Remember what I was talking about, forgiving yourself, where you remember that there is no failure if you learn and grow from your mistakes. They're only lessons learned. You have to get to a point of knowing I can mess up. There was a quote. I, 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 I'm going to find it on my phone. And um, I saw it on um on Facebook today. And it said, I was toxic to some. I was a blessing to others. Others I healed. Others I hurt. I'm willing to admit that I wasn't always right. That was the deepest post I could ever see because we go through motions, phase and learning curves in our lives where you might be toxic to some and a blessing to others. But that means you got room to grow that you heal others and hurt some others, that you're willing to admit that you're not going to always be right in situations. No one's perfect, but you can change. If you have breath in your lungs right now, you are able to change. And with it being with, with suicide awareness, I just wanted to put this out, especially with the pandemic. I've lost so many friends due to suicide. And I want to talk about this self-love because you have to say, I'm worth more enough to, to, I'm worth more than this situation. I'm bigger than this argument. I'm bigger than this financial ruin. I'm bigger than this broken relationship. I'm bigger than all these things that I'm going through, all this negativity, all these things where you just keep on in your mind saying, why am I not enough? You are enough. You got to see how great you are. I want to give you a secret. Do you know a narcissist can only use your good traits against you? So if you dealt with a narcissist, they use the things they thought was obvious enough that you should saw in yourself to be able to get you. So with that being said, there's great things in you. You have not tapped into it yet. God has some great things for you. And you have to know that you are good enough. You're enough. You're going to make it. And nothing can stop you because God got you. Simple as that. Self-love starts at home. I, I, and, 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 and if you want to start self-love, just simply say today, I, I choose me and I choose and I declare and decree in Jesus' name. I'm going to add the power onto that in Jesus' name to have some self-love. God, teach me how to love myself. Yes. God, help me understand who I am. God, help me know my purpose. God, don't let me lower my standards for no one. God, let me know that I'm the head and not the tail. God, let me know that no matter what happens, I'm going to choose you first. Because I can tell you right now, if you want to set a boundary, an easy boundary, say, I'm going to pray on it and truly pray on it. Because if you choose your boundaries with people and say, I'm a pray on it. You're putting God in the situation and the enemy can't be in something that God's already involved in. So putting God in it first and saying, you know what? I don't know about that, but I'm a pray on that and really pray on it because I know we got this Facebook uh, era where people be like, uh, pray for me. And you know, they ain't gonna be praying. I'd be praying. If I say I'm praying for you on, on Facebook, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Pastor Jay, he be praying. I'll be praying for y'all right there because I'll forget if I if I don't write it down. So okay. I'll pray right there. But I want you to know, you got to start putting God in your situation. You can't sit here and have the devil pay the rent. I mean, the devil, uh, shack in, what, what the phrase say? Shack, shack up with the devil and expect God to pay the rent. You can't, you, you, you're, that's confusion. Yeah. P 
pick who you should serve. If God, if you want God to help you out of it, first of all, you got to let him in it. You got to decide for you that your life is worth it. Don't let the enemy sit here and tear you down and make you think that you're nothing. You are more. You are enough. You can make it through it all. If you don't know that, read the promises God made to you. God said, I have hope, joy, and future for you and have no evil intent. Jeremiah 29 and 11, which we love to quote, but do you really know what it means? That he has hope, hope that you can go to the purpose that he set in your life when he formed you in the womb. Joy, a joy means something that's deep down. It ain't just a, a emotion. That's something deep. It's powerful. A joy, a joy that comes from within. A future. I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. There's people that's com- that's contemplate suicide. There's people that's contemplating a whole lot of things. Can I tell y'all something that helped me survive? Jeremiah 29:11 helped Pastor Jay survive some years ago when I got out of the military because it showed me in his promise that I have a future. He said, I got hope, joy, and a future for you. How many people you know told you that I got a future for you? God said, I got a future for you. All this evil stuff that you keep thinking, that ain't me. That's the enemy trying to tear you down to lose because he knows I got hope, I got joy, and I got future for you. Personal future. Not just this general future, like how we do general prayers, a future that's custom made, tailor made for you so that you can have greatness coming your way. Because usually the enemy starts acting up right before your blessing. The enemy tries to tear you down and get you out because he comes to kill, steal and destroy. He comes to kill, steal and destroy. Everything that you think about, think add that kill, steal, and destroy. He's trying to do that. That job, he's trying to kill that. Nah, destroy that. He's trying to steal it, give it to somebody else that you feel like don't deserve it, but it had your name on it. But if you if you keep on following the past, you're just giving it up. You have power and authority, and and you, I want somebody to know the power you got. I, I, if if out there, listen to me. Just simply say, I got power. I got authority. You have power and authority bestowed to you by God. You can speak and manifest anything. Yes. Warning. You can speak life or death into your life. Yes. That means you can manifest anything. Do you understand that power? Because he put a warning on it. You can man, but but watch out because you life and death is is the power of life and death could come from your tongue. You could speak life into yourself. For the next 30 days, I challenge you to speak life into your situation, to speak life into your marriage, to speak life into your children, to speak life into your, into your, into your finances, to speak life into your school, to speak life at your job, to speak life into your friends. Because you might be the one, if you don't see the change, be the change. Because you might have been designed to be the solution in the problem. Amen? I definitely definitely want people to understand that we're going to all go through this thing called life. And we're not going to understand it. We're not going to always get it right. But self-love starts with you. And when you start loving you, doors open that you've been waiting for. 
waiting for. Yes, I hear that artist out there that's like, I've been waiting to break through. Hey, do you love yourself enough that God could trust you to go into this industry? Because this industry is no joke. You don't wrestle with fresh and blood. You, you wrestle with spirits. And there's some spirits in this industry. That actor, that actor, do you, do you love yourself enough to turn down some situations that could destroy your life? God's not going to put on you nothing that you cannot bear. But if he sees that you can't bear it, he's not going to put you to set you up for failure. That's one thing I love about the God we serve. He will never put you in a situation that will cause you to fail because he knows if I give you this, if you can't hardly, <laughs> I just got to say this. If you can't hardly maintain your relationship with God with the little that you have now, how can you expect God to bless you without acting different and switching up on God if he gave you more? God knows these things. And when you truly have purpose, he's going to hold you to prune you, to, to mold you, to teach you so that when you get to those levels and platforms, because he's not saying it's never going to happen, but just wait. Then you're ready for those levels. You really can truly stand for God and not be wayward and change up and just be a person that says, yeah, I love God, but your life don't match up. If you want to know the true definition, because a lot of people love to tear other people down and call them hypocrites. The true definition of a hypocrite is a person that can not treat people the way that they want to be treated. Simple as that. Treat people the way that you want to be treated is very is a is a is a evidence of self-love. If you love yourself enough, you you will automatically treat people the way that you want to be treated. But if you if you can't love yourself enough, you don't see the purpose of it. Love is the main everything for God. If you don't know love, it says in the Bible, if you don't know love, you don't know God. So self-love is important. Chiquita, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about your book and then we're going to close out. Um, from your book, where can you say from your book to now, what have you learned about self-love that you could tell the audience and kind of help them out with the daily walk of trying to love yourself? And I have to put this out there before we go to Chiquita. You got to make a routine for yourself. Being sporadic and 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 thinking that you could do everything, it's not going to work. You got to put a routine. You got to put it on paper. You got to put it in your phone, in your notes. I'm I'm gonna wake up, do this, 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 this. Start your day right. Pray, meditate, do the things that you need to do. Amen. Go ahead, Chiquita. Um, between writing my book and where I'm today, my journey on self love has changed changed tremendously. So um, one of the things that I have done here recently is I purchased plants and I used to always kill plants um, because I, I, I was just terrible with them. But I purchased plants with the intent on loving it. I named it after myself and I bought some for my children to do the same. But I named it after myself and I talk to that plant like I should talk to myself. And I decided to start nurturing parts of me that I didn't get um, nurtured growing up. And I missed out on um, from either my mother and my father and then in the marriages that I was in. 
And in doing so, I, um, the Holy Spirit talked to me one day about my perspective. And I was looking at something and it was just frustrating me. And the Holy Spirit said it just as plain as day. He was like, you're focusing on the wrong part of this situation. And when he brought that to my attention, it's like, it's just a test. A lot of times we ask God for something and then there is away from the enemy where he's trying to take that. Like he wants us to believe and feel that God is not going to do it for us. And so he will throw hurdles in whatever it is that we've asked. And so I was focusing on these hurdles that were there as opposed to looking up past the hurdles to what it is that I said that I wanted. And in doing so, um, it started unlocking a lot of answers to things that I had been asking about myself. And so to this day, in writing my book, I can see even where, you know, some of the people who were offensive to me were also hurt, were also mishandled. And that's why they were mishandling me. But I also was mishandling myself because I just didn't know any better. I did not know how to love myself. So um, in doing so, it has created a softer version of myself. I didn't think that I was very tough or hard, um, but I was. And in doing so, the way I talk to myself when there is something that arises, um, I'm in a much better place. And I cannot remember if it was either Facebook or Instagram, I saw a post where it said, when you pray for something, a lot of times we pray for something and we don't have faith that it's going to happen. We have hope that it's going to happen. And when I say we have hope that it's going to happen, it's like, okay, we pray about it. We hope it's going to happen, but we believe that it's not. However, when you pray about something and you actively start putting faith towards it, then you're like, God, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I am believing that it's going to happen. And then you go on about your business as if it's already done. And then you wait for it to manifest. And a lot of times we quit before it happens because we don't feel that God is going to give us his best. We feel that we have to settle. That's how I was for a long time. Um, and I noticed it in my book. Really writing my book was me coming to a stopping point or, or a place where I needed to check myself. I was the common denominator for certain things that kept going on. I was tired of going through certain tests. And here I am. I think I wrote that and published it in 2017. So four years later, I'm in a much better place mentally, emotionally, spiritually, uh, financially. Um, I haven't arrived, but I'm definitely in a much better place. And so in my book, it literally helped me unpack a lot of where my trauma started. And as I worked through core values, um, I could even dig deeper and just create the person that I want to be. And the Bible is very clear that you write the vision and make it plain. So I do, I do encourage journaling. Get out the bad, but also counteract it with what you want good and start working towards those good things. And I believe that when you change your prayers and having hope at the end, you really realize you can have faith, walk away from it, and then just walk in it as if it's already happened and then wait for it to actually physically manifest. And that's where I am on my, my journey.
So I'm 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 gonna just put in um, one thing. I would just think is you have to have balance. Yeah. One big balance. You know, sometimes we overcompensate um, due to we feel like we don't have enough. You know, um, we overcompensate um, going out or or eating or um, even just kind of like it's it's it it it's, it turns into an addiction instead of it being um, necessity. And we have to have balance. We have to have family balance. We have to have per- self individual balance. And then we have to have, you know, if you're if you're married, you have to have spouse, you know, balance with that. Because you, yes, you have all these titles, but you have to get to a point of knowing that you have to know who you are to be able to help others, you know, and pray for yourself. You know, a lot of times we do. Have you ever noticed that you do a lot for others, but not for yourself? And then someone got the nerve to call you selfish. And there were days where I was never on the list. Right. You know, and and that's the thing you have to change today. I'm not telling you to be selfish, cut people off, because, first of all, there's nothing biblical about cutting people off. You you, you have to set boundaries. You have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive others. And if, especially if we're Christian here. Talking to y'all Christians out here, supposed to forgive people. You going to church all these years, and we still talking about forgiveness. It's like kindergarten uh, arithmetic, all over, and basic, basic education of learning to forgive others and loving each other enough. Because we could forgive certain people, but it, God told you to forgive all people because you ain't is you know that's a whole another story. That's a whole another show. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, forgive yourself, forgive others, and get to the point where you can truly understand everything that you need to do for yourself and have that standard for yourself to know that no matter what happens, I know who I am. I know how I can handle the situation and I know the God that I serve. So no matter what comes up, I'll be all right. No matter how bad it looks, I will be all right. Cash your what was the scripture I said in the in the beginning of of the whole show? It said first Peter five and seven, cash all your anxieties, your cares onto him because he cares for you. You know God loves you when he tells you, give me all your garbage, all your issue, all your problems. You can't blame him if you ain't giving it to him. And if you're an Indian giver, be careful. Someone said this and it was so deep. I think it was uh, DJ Mikey VIP. When he was on the show, he, he would say this. When you go to the altar and leave your issues at the altar, you got to remember other people are leaving their issues at the altar too. When you go back to go pick up your one issue, you might pick up some more. So it'd be better for you to just leave those issues at the altar. Stop playing around with it. This is your life. God got so much for you and it's going to happen. And just a testament right there. If you don't know anything, cause you're like, well, what God got for me? Well, can I tell you something that's so, that's so deep right now? You're alive. You got a roof over your head. Yes. You're listening to us on, on Facebook live, YouTube, or on the podcast. Obviously you, you're doing good for yourself. Don't take those things for granted. God really wants you to start living out your truth, but you got to be truthful with yourself. Sugarcoating is lying. Yes. Lying. It doesn't mean lies. I can't, uh, what is it called? Justifying lying. 
Stop. It's only lies and truth. And the truth don't need support. Stop trying to justify it. Just be truthful with yourself and move on and you'll be all right. But with that being said, I just want you to all know that share it. If this was good to you, share it. We really don't do combos a lot. A lot of times we're interviewing and bringing people, great people onto the show, business owners, um, actors, singers, and people that are trying to expand their brand onto the show. But sometimes it's time where we have to really put some knowledge, you know, um, treat people the way you want to be treated really went big in the podcast. And a lot of people wanted to hear about treating people the way they want to be treated. And, and it, it got deep. So we're going to get some more more topics um, and kind of turn down on the on the interviews. But we still have some great interviews, bring some people on and great testimonies and um, and stories and music and, and all those great things. we got great music coming again. Um, Slip Away by myself, Pastor Jay's coming out September 27th. We got Dr. Marvinetta Clay coming out um, with her whole EP, Worship Forever, the EP, October 4th. And so much more. So make sure that you stay tuned. Follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. LV like Las Vegas, Anointed Radio um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow us at Anointed Radio. Like the page. Go check us out on the podcast. We're on all podcast platforms. If So if you missed the show, if you want to catch up, binge watch on a podcast, check us out on all of the podcast platforms. Spotify, iHeartRadio, everything but title because Jay Z be hating. And I'm still going to say it till he says, sends a cease or desist and all that good stuff. Um, make sure if you follow the podcast, make sure you go ahead and leave a good rating. Um, and yes, yeah, shout out to Rebecca. I am feeling better. Pray for Pastor Jay. If you didn't know, the vid got me. Yeah, I'm stuck because the vid got me. But praise God um, from whom all blessings flow and all that good stuff in the docology. Yes, I'm, I was African Methodist back in the day a little bit, so I know all the little, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, de definitely keep prayer for me and everybody. COVID is real. Um, so definitely keep safe. safe whatever you got to do, mask up, do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to tell you what to choose to do for your body, but be safe and make right choices and all those good stuff. So make sure you download the Anointed Radio app on on um, Apple Play and Google Play Store and listen to 24-Hour Gospel and see us on the podcast. But next week, we're going to see you. And don't forget, next week, we got John P. Key coming to Las Vegas where he will be coming to perform. I made it out. And I do worship. He'll be coming to come perform. Um, going to be ho uh, hosted by Kelsey West Jr. It's going to be live, everybody. It's going to be live. Yes, it's going to be live this next Friday on the 24th. Make sure you be out there. Location is pending. So much love. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Bye. Uh, 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 uh,